0: That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode.
1: Alright, I'm on the Wi-Fi now. Um, yeah, I need to charge my phone. It's almost dead. Sorry for the um, technical difficulties. I'm back. Um, I love the hotels who have the new... Um, Dylan, what's up, man? They have like the new outlets, so you don't need the just a USB part. Love that. Trev, what's up? Trev, I didn't forget about you. Um finding those videos right now, so hang tight with me. Um What are you struggling with? Real quick, Trev, let me know. Maybe some people in here can also um give you ideas on things and also um they can um see that you probably going to do similar sim, similar 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 things uh in your game so yeah trev just write it out and, and we'll see what we can do um i'll do i don't like dc united that's cool andy what's up brother how's uh miles doing how's soccer going fall close to ending and how does indoor work for uh uh the wisconsin wisconsinans what do you guys call it? wisconsin No. No. Um, yeah, that's alright. Uh, sauce. If you don't like D.C. United. show to Minnesota tomorrow. I'm not ready for the cold. Eh, eh, you might catch Minnesota on a decent day. It might not be too cold. Season over. Have a few screens set up. Gotcha. Struggle with getting the love to work, but I do have some questions as usual. Trev, what do you mean getting the love to work? Like l- falling back in love with the game or... Talk to me. Didn't end Wisconsin nights. Thank you. I was like, Wisconsinans? No. Because we're Chicagoans and Illinoisans, I think. I'm always Chicagoan, so I don't even know. But then a funny thing about Chicago is like it's the only place where the areas around Chicago... Um, are called land so we say like Chicago land area but like you don't say that anywhere else like you don't say the Florida land area or I guess the Ch- Orlando land area you, but you say Chicago land area it's very interesting which is did you play? I played center defensive mid I think for the most part but I played everywhere from the uh, right back, left back uh, winger Striker, yeah. Played them all. Uh, the live. I was saying struggle getting the live to work. <laughs> um What did you ask? Hold up we got we got. Soccer and snow. That's how you know it's gonna be a lit game. Dylan, I guess. I mean I've never had fun playing in the snow. One year the final four was in Saint Louis, two thousand six. My per here. Do you guys do you pressure the defender, or you wait till you have Am I good now, Andy? you can't hear. Oh, no, uh, uh, he probably yep, I just scrolled that pop. Um Give me one sec, I'll get my head oh back. Shoot, what I was saying about um now we can't damn um where do we stop? Oh, I was saying about the um, If you want to do the B-Pro, yeah, PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-Pro. We're in the beta stages, so um, uh, prices can vary, uh, but head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-Pro, and you can uh, work that out. Andy, what you got? When you went on to college, did you find skill level possession? To be less, when you were in club, I'm hearing college is more direct and physical. Uh, When I was there, I actually, uh, it's a little different now, though, Andy. I think kids are... Playing more now in the club and I think it's translating to the college game. But when I was growing up it wasn't that much possession based. And so I, I don't know. That's a tough one. I wanna say that the game's getting better. Right? I I truly believe that kids are just getting better like when i watch the kids understand like when to keep the ball when to move the ball decision making isn't always there but they're looking to pass first and, and trying to solve situations um more with the ball on the ground as opposed to like being direct so i yeah i think it's getting better and would it be better to join a college team early or try to get and he's to get on the team Oh, okay, so he's. Uh, Trev's been talking to a few NAIA t- NAI college teams early, or should he try the NCAA teams as a walk on with no guarantees of getting on the team? Um, as in, would I be more beneficial to my soccer career? Trev, at the end of the day, you have to decide what's best for you. Uh, at the end of the day, you gotta play. But if you wanna take the risk, You can always try out for the NCAA team and if it doesn't work, you can then go back to the NAIA team. Um, I think it'd be a little more difficult to do the NAIA route and then go to NCAA if NCAA is the one thing that you want to truly do. But if you're just wanting to play soccer and get better and improve, I say, you know, do that. Be very direct. Hmm. I'll let you know, Andy. I'm watching the game tomorrow uva plays pittsburgh i'll let you know it could be like i said i i just haven't watched too much college soccer i watched uva versus duke it looked like the guys were trying to put the ball down and play you know so who knows like i want to say people that's amazing we can get we can get talking about i guess burr holter in a second um but like stewart holden went to clemson and played two years right like um we've had players that like Clint dempsey did go to Furman. um pablo went to nc state like i know the game's changing but i, I still think there is a, a a route for college and i don't think the end-all be-all is like you're just if you do college you're screwed you know bedoya bedoya played college soccer he ended up playing league, liga yeah it is good espn plus is decent I, i've gotten that and i got hulu i got rid of my other cable um but yeah man like you let me know Andy like I think it's getting better I just think soccer as a whole is getting better if you can get the best players playing with each other I think sometimes maybe the market is a little saturated because there's just like too many club soccer teams i.e. in Chicago and other places so that might be a a barrier that's coming up but for the most part I don't know Yeah yeah, League uh, League My bad. That's I said League A? League uh. Like, he played over in Europe. Like, people want to believe if you play college soccer, you're not, like, equipped to do anything else. What else we got? Um, Andy, I still get um, EPL. You might get more channels with your cable, but on Hulu, I get um, NBC Sports. I don't get, like, yeah. So, definitely some routes. Like, who else went to college? Omar Gonzalez went to college. He ended up playing, you know. Um, Beisler. Um, Jeff Cameron played at Rhode Island in, in West Virginia. So, I guess it's, it's to be debated. But I think there's still a place. Um, now, should you become a pro earlier if you want to, like, increase your chances? Of course. But... I don't think you have to totally just make it the end-all be-all so all right guys and girls you got ESPN also oh, asked me if I ever felt like quitting um no sometimes in spring season not quitting but like just tired because we, we didn't get to play a lot of games in the spring season college I think you play like five games maybe six and I was just like over it I was like all right this is dumb I want to play but Never wanted to quit. Uh, just always wanted to play, yeah. Oh man, that's good cool, amazing. Any tips on how to improve my confidence on the pitch? Confidence comes through feeling as though you're adequate. And you've done everything up to that point to uh, be prepared. Uh, sometimes nerves are good. I let you know that you care and you're alive and, and you're human. People get nervous. It's how those... How the, how you how you deal with those nerves? Say day in and day out, right? It's like the, the, you could be the best team, right? The NCAA tournament is a prime example of that. UVA two years ago, one sixteen, they lost. You know the pressure of being the number one team can can catch up to you, um, and then uh, um, next year we're going to national championship right pressure and expectation and things change and you have to rise to the occasion also in terms of college any tips on balancing mm-hmm. academics and athletics finishing our job to help pay for college Oof. bless your heart man you gotta i would say ask for help trev that's the the best thing that you can do is ask for help when you need it be proactive go to office hours um get to know your teachers professors excuse me because that's going to give you the best chance to um earn trust earn the benefit of the doubt right when you're in between maybe a b and a c your teacher knows that you've been trying and, and you've been doing the work and it, that's the way that you get that b so yeah definitely focus on that i'll listen to jack blake from seattle he was talking about how young players they're different and he sent that to me if it's like a podcast or something i'd love to to it's about no spelling today <laughs> right i was talking Ryan was talking about NCAA limits on touches in spring. Kind of dumb if trying to prove players. Yeah, so they're trying to go. I just saw it. Um, if you guys follow Sasha, uh, Chirosky, uh the Maryland coach, they won the national championship last year. I think he has three, you know, produced players like Omar Gonzalez, AJ Belagarza, Graham Zuzi, um, Chris Seitz, um, who's of late, uh, Patrick Mullins, right? So they produce players. They've all signed this petition. George signed it, my coach. Um, Jay Vitovich signed it, former um, Wake Forest coach, Ray Reed at Connecticut, um, Yeagley at IU, so like some of the big dogs, signed it with the idea of uh, making it both seasons, so fall and spring. Um, Less uh, two games a week, more time for development, longer season. Uh, the Final Four then doesn't have to be played, they were saying. In cold weather, it can – hey, what's up, Quincy? Quincy's on 40, 43 minutes. Quincy, I tell them on Thursdays I'm just uh, opening act, you know. I'm just opening act. Um, if you guys see that right there, time. That's what we're doing. I put the on Toronto's page. I saw a you guys do it too. Oh snap. Macy did it. <laughs> so for those of you, I'm sure Quincy will talk about it uh, in a few. But yeah, make sure you guys put the. I'm in your head on all the TFC pages and all the TFC players stuff. See what happens. It might be fun. It is always fun. Uh, so back to what I was saying. So um, they're trying to make the season longer. The Final Four would be you know later in the year, spring. Um, just a better time to um, have a have have a tournament like that. Um, what else is there? And then also like they were saying, oh never mind. View. This is like when the opening act brings out the act before the act. Oh hey, oh, hey dude! <laughs> I was, I was saying, um, your opening act, bro. Yeah, I was, I was
2: deciding if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna do the live tonight.
1: Actually. All right, we we'll just do it now. Hey, welcome! Live is what's on up? now. The live is okay. Well, hey, dude, we're doing what's live.
2: Up? Hey, welcome. So we're people. doing we're going early. Welcome to the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show with your yes. current guests, current MLS 11 year MLS pro Quincy Americua, currently playing for DC United, and former MLS pro Ross LeBeau, former you. Virginia UVA captain. And N C double A champion Ross a Little Boomer. Boom, boom, boom. Oh. Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, because it's like we just traveled we just traveled to Toronto. For those of you who don't know, we played Toronto on Saturday. And look who we've got here. Also The Turf baby. What up,
1: what up, what up. I was just talking about you, Sykes.
2: He's literally just talking about you. And you're on live, so just okay. making sure you're <laughs>
0: PG. No,
1: yeah, I was, I was telling Quincy one. We went to a national team camp, U eighteen camp, Frisco, Texas. I was the only college kid, and you guys all just got, you guys all just turned pro. And I was like, fuck. I mean, f. I was like, this camp is going to be terrible because everyone's a pro now. And I just finished my first year of college. So, yeah, he was literally just
2: talking about you on the live. <laughs> like I joined in the live, and he said, "You went where Patrick Mullins and all them." went to school no
1: no Church, well, yeah they all yeah. They went where i went to school bro
2: yeah <laughs> exactly i just wanted to make sure he he corrected me <laughs> they, school. they, followed,
1: they, after they me. followed after the big dog and sites <laughs> got the national championship i don't think mullins ever did
2: he probably did we've won quite a few <laughs> <laughs> hey you guys done living in your college pasts yet like we can talk about bakersfield <laughs> What do you want to know, bro? They only produce the top talent. We only send the best. We don't. We don't uh, flood the market, which is it's mediocrity. <laughs> you, you're this.
1: <laughs> no, this is the Ask the Soccer Pro Show. Well, the- no, Ask I was the no pro- Quincy because I was saying mm-hmm. people were talking about the NCAA season, and mm-hmm. I was saying Sasha had tweeted about. A few coaches signing this petition, making it two seasons: the fall and the spring. Like, not a couple, a bunch of people. Well, yeah, I mean the top dogs, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making it two college seasons. Know, right. It out through the fall and spring.
2: Yeah. So the same number of games, but just over a longer duration of time. Yeah, to Get rid of all games Oh, so there's no more like Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah. Just like Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. it allows you to focus on school throughout the weekend, and the weekend. That's fair. Oh, that's not a bad shout. Why didn't they do that from the beginning? Because it's a non-college like idea. It's not like an NCAA idea. Yeah, but why would why in college if they're all about academics? Why wouldn't that be? The <laughs>
1: they're all about academics.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know that's a joke. That was a joke. If everyone didn't get that, but
1: and everyone's like, wait,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, actually, that does make sense. What unless they're not about academics? But whatever. So this is considered like a new extreme idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Sasha's been trying to have this since like '98, but like. I think people just are like, no, it's the way it is because it's the way it is.
2: Uh, I got you. So, like, yeah. people are getting bandwagon about it now. And so i would lost my – I need to go get new AirPods because I think my son stole them and hid them when I wasn't paying attention. Now I can't find them. So. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking I'm, I was thinking back and forth about I was like, I'm probably going to still do it at – do the show at 9, but – then i saw you were on and i was like hey you know what let's just do it early because it's already doing it better than better than one two. um but what up what up Cristiano? um daisy lenore said i'm back what up welcome welcome back Um, hello i hate mls memes what's going on uh, Vapor boy joined. Sounds good. You can knock it. G yeah. underscore ATP. All right. Bye. Uh, Andy said, Is it super laggy for anybody else? Yo, spam that little heart button and then let me know. Spam what? And then there's like little heart thing on the side, so it lets us know if you guys can hear us okay. Oh, that's good. you start to see like a bunch of things going on the side? Okay. Yeah, there you go. So you it on the side now? Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone can hear. And then um, also, if you got questions, drop them in the question box. Ross
1: can manage them and look at them. while For we're going sure. through. I ordered food to my hotel room, so.
2: You're in a hotel? What are you doing? Where are you?
1: I'm in Virginia. I told you this. For what? Ten-year anniversary, national championship.
2: <sighs> like I said, when are you guys going to be over that? Jeez.
1: Hey <laughs> <I ate> there. <laughs>
2: UC Davis Aggies just joined. Yo, give me
1: my Virginia shorts back, too. What the Uh, hell? What
2: are you talking about? I got those when I did that tournament, remember? Yes, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, Andy, I'm not... uh, Everyone else isn't saying that it's laggy. Sorry. Trev Castle, let's see. uh, Trev asks, what do you guys think of college athletes being allowed to make money off of their name? Ooh. Good, Ross, take it away. What do you think?
1: I think it's great. I mean, like, I know there's some difficulties because they, they were saying, like, you're now an employee of the school. And so then, like, do you get taxes on it? Like, how do you kind of navigate that area? Because, what does
2: it, why is that? Yeah, but why would that, okay, so if you, I'll, I'll play the other side of that. Why yeah. would that matter? They figure out how to tax everything else.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, that. but I, I'd see, like, they're not trying to figure that out. They're just like, all right, you get a scholarship. That's what we feel is um, equitable for you guys, and that's what we're going to do. And I don't know how it would work. Like, how do how do you then become an employee of the university?
2: Well, isn't the isn't the NC two A uh, a non profit uh, a nonprofit a nonprofit organization? Yeah. Okay, so like, how can they profit off of it?
1: Because you're not, you're not selling anything, right? They're a non-for-profit?
2: No, they're they a non-profit organization. They don't pay taxes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they don't sell anything. I don't know. Shit. Well,
2: what I'm sorry. That? Okay, no, yeah, that, that, that was the biggest hold like, Shit, what
1: do you want from me? I'll pay everyone. Shit, you know me. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pay give them all money. Give, give them Bentleys. I don't know. Give them... The
2: thing is this. If you're able to make money off of your name, why wouldn't you be able to? And someone says, "Well, then they're no longer amateurs, right? Like they lose their amateur status." Okay. And I'm going, "Like, okay, this is what I do. If it's me, right? If if the NC two A and college football, because that's really what it is, it's college football and basketball, right? All right. If it's amateur, then nobody can make more than an amateur salary, coaches included."
1: Yeah that's, yeah, that's a good... That's a
2: good so point. how... Yeah, if the coaches are there because they love amateurism, and this is... What's his name? What's the guy from fl- Florida? Played Florida. The, oh, Tebow was going Tebow, in. Tebow like, oh, it's for my... Oh, for the love of this. And then it's like, <laughs> shut up.
1: Yeah, that was the worst. It's He's like,
2: like I, I knew what I was getting myself into. Uh, be quiet. Be quiet. Yeah, yeah. It, And I'm just saying same, be quiet because you're going like, not everybody comes from the same background and support network and understanding as you do. And not all of them are, that is a lot of their, the only reason that those people have any opportunities because they're good at a sport. So they're really only getting to school because they're profiting, they're profiting off of their abilities in sport. So like they're profiting off their name anyway, because they're good at football. That's why you're giving them a scholarship. So if it's real amateurism, you wouldn't give them a scholarship. You'd say they have to pay their way just like everybody else. So exactly. right there, it's not amateurism. And then if everyone's there because of camaraderie and teamwork and for the school, then the coaches should be too, and they shouldn't be able to profit off of their name. They make so, some, they make yeah. money. Yeah. And it was funny too, because Coach Cal... Tell me who coach makes Cal $10 million with, a year
1: coaching amateurs. Coach Cal, uh, they're, they're trying to uh-huh. expand the NBA draft to more rounds, uh-huh. which then means more kids could leave. And Coach Cal's like, it would ruin college basketball.
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one on one directly? Now you can with B Pro Mentality. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash Pro. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today.
2: Yeah. It ruined how I make
0: a lot of money off of coaching an
2: amateur sport. That's like saying, "Hey, we just signed this U-13 soccer coach to a two million dollar, five-year guaranteed deal, and he does it because he loves. You know, he just loves developing youth soccer players." Right. Okay, that's why you love it. Give up 99% of your salary and do it for the love of the the game. Nobody wants to do that. What are you about to do? No, sorry, I was
1: just waiting for my food oh okay (laughs) that's why i was outside
2: um christian said i'm buying your program on your website but in about a month because i'm saving up money love that love hearing that you know like you're putting in the work and i already know that the fact that you're dedicated to saving up means you value the information that you're seeking and you're going to apply what we're teaching and uh yeah no christian you the goat i love hearing that um, uh you're i'm assuming you're getting skills academy if you haven't gotten our co- our free copies of our books and stuff already um definitely get the book christian slash book and then the link that's uh pinned below go to perfectsoccerskillscom slash time and go through that while you're saving up your money for your program
1: or your mentorship program you'll so miss like that while you're going
2: uh, I know you don't watch
1: soccer, but like, yep. did you watch the national team game?
2: I didn't. No, I did not.
1: So we can't talk about that. Okay, great. We're, Next, we're, top. We're, Next we
2: could we could talk about it, but I guess I I learn I figure out about the state of. Um... Oh, did that pause? My good. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. You're
2: back. Um, I learn about and understand what's going on by getting perspectives and insights from people All
1: right
2: so i don't have to watch i Good just posture. ask a few, you know what i mean i ask a few questions of people who are close by it's just like you like maybe you spend let's say you've spent a hundred hours watching and then you'll tell me the then i'll say like okay of the hundred hours you say well this is the most important here's the hour that's worth paying attention to and then okay i sift through that and then I think being in the league as long as I have been, I have to be able to know what questions to ask and know what they mean and be pretty good at predicting where things will go so I can prepare for it. So like for me, I think we were talking about this a couple months ago, kind of with how what I'm hearing about the national team and how things are transpiring. I'm not I'm I'm not particularly optimistic. But I haven't watched it. Very,
1: yeah. But it's very interesting to think of the teams and the players of now who are Mm -hmm. playing like overseas and we can't put it together. But then like back in the day, like we had like these MLSers, maybe a few guys abroad competing and like doing well. You know why, right? You know why? You tell me. why I believe.
2: Okay, I believe it comes down culture. to culture. Yeah, it comes down to the fact that yeah. back back in the old day, right? So now I'm going to talk like an old head for a minute. So let me put on my back in the day hat, okay? <laughs> 10 years ago, you're talking about we what we knew in America is we're not we don't play football. We play soccer. Right? That's what we knew. And we knew like we knew that we weren't good. So we didn't try to pretend to be we didn't try to play footy and tiki tack and out-tactic you. We just went, the, the name of the game is put the ball in the net more times in their goal than in our goal. And it was just, it was, what was it, Bash Brothers, basically. It was just like blue collar. We fight and we figure it out. We grind it out and we win. Um, it's not pretty and everyone's not loving you and, you know, loving you for it, but it's effective especially on a national team level where, you know, if you're bringing guys together for short durations of time who really are fighting for their country.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, and the pride in their country.
1: Yeah. I always wonder when, like, the talking heads, like, you got 12, men you got Holden, how the players feel when they see them. <laughs> Do they just, like, pull up on them like, yo, what's really good? Um, uh, I, I- <laughs> Okay, so
2: I guess I'm in between both eras, right? So like, I played with that, and now I'm playing in this one, and I tell you, like, it's the it's the same thing. I mean, we talk about it. The main thing is like, the older generation didn't grow up with the new generation, so they're like, oh you're you guys, technology and social media and Atari and your Fruit Ninja and your it was
1: lit yo remember <laughs> we were obsessed with that that was 20 <laughs> what year is that 2011. I don't you
2: know was a long time ago right but then they got Fortnite, right and everyone every older generation assumes and thinks that their stuff is better than the upcoming one right okay but just like with every single time frame and era there's good and bad what was good about the old school was fight don't give up don't complain figure it out right what was bad was soccer IQ wasn't the highest right right practical ability wasn't the best you know what i mean and there wasn't a lot of like there wasn't as much care for like the mental health of players and like you know like emotion you know what i'm saying like that's not you're being soft okay well doing that that creates like the ones who survive through that they're they're tough individuals you know what i'm saying they last a long time they get stuff done, they don't make excuses, and that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the newer generation, you know, when you've grown up with being able to ask Google for the answer for everything all the time, it's not terrible that you have access to the answers. What The, the thing that the older generation is failing to convey to the younger generation is there's value you're missing out on because is maintaining the health of not only professional players, but younger players and uh, just people in general by not tracking the substance that these players are using. So if you really made the rule, you can take whatever you want as long as a doctor is, uh, is aware of what you're taking and documenting it and you're keeping track of what you're taking. So we have the data to tell kids or people later, five years from now, 10 years from now, Hey, people who tend to take this drug get CTE at a higher rate or they get, uh, they have, you know, uh, they, they develop this type of thing, or they're less likely to have children or whatever like that. Um, and, and then you make the consequences so severe that if you take something and you aren't keeping documentation of it, you're just banned from the sport or you're suspended for like two years or three years, not like game suspensions, you know? So you're basically saying, look, you can take what you want, but you have to document it. Yeah. And we're not gonna penalize you for taking stuff. We're going to te- penalize you for t- if you take stuff and don't tell tell us. That way, the guy next to you, at least he can see what you're taking. And if he wants to take it and take that risk and compete against you because he's seeing that you're taking some HGH hormone or whatever or some steroid or other, at least he's make he gets to make the decision on his own if he, he, and this is he or she, if they want to take that look let's say for instance insert drug so let's say this drug makes you 20 percent faster right well the person who's trying to beat the drug test anyway is going to take it anyway but you're sitting there thinking he's not taking anything right but now if you know if you know i'm taking something now you know what i'm taking so if you want to be equal or on a level playing field you could take the same thing as me if you want to but if you go do your own research and you find out hey people who take this 20 years younger on average you're gonna be like eh, you know what he he clearly wants it better than, he wants it more than me so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure out a different way to beat them or i'm gonna go right. play a different sport but if, if if you don't do it then he's taking it anyway he beats you you think it's because he's better and then five years later you find out you know, he cheated and all this stuff. You don't get your gold medal or whatever. And it's not like it doesn't mean anything. You're just even more bitter forever. So I'm not saying that it, you know what
1: I mean? It's great. I'm just going like, when we keep pretending that stuff isn't happening when it is. Right. Right. It's just, it's, it's this, like the amateurism, like people want to hold on to this like amateurism, but the NCAA has, I don't even know what their contract is for NCAA basketball, Quincy, but I think it's like, Twelve billion dollars. <laughs> Twelve not, billion dollars. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. And then think about Never. how much people bet on March Madness. Yeah. And people are like up in arms that that kids couldn't get paid for that, but people bet on the NBA all the time, and they're paid accordingly because they know that because people bet on them that there's money and like yeah. well, it's more like it's just more like saying I don't want to I don't want to kill the I
2: don't want to say that. Uh, say it, because some people listening might not know this, but like saying they want to believe in Santa Claus. Damn,
1: that you said it. This, it. I hope there's no there eight Santa year olds on on the
2: live. They want to believe in Santa Claus. They want to believe in Santa Claus because hey, who doesn't like Christmas? Christmas is awesome. You know, we have something to, um, you know, presents and family comes together and you get time off and you get to hang out and all this, that, and the other. I'm going like, why do we have? We can still do that without lying about this dude coming down the chimney and giving you coal if you didn't right you especially know, if i'm a
1: parent i'm like dang i gotta put from santa my hard-earned money <laughs>
2: <laughs> santa's getting all the credit but yeah I did all this work I, right little little timmy needs to know who did this but my point is this they're not kids we're not talking about children we're not talking about you know kids under 12 under 13 under 14 we're talking about kids who even maybe at 14 15 and 16 off of their 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 athletic ability not their academic off of their athletic ability are so good that people will pay money to watch them this is what we're talking about we're not talking about you know timmy's macaroni macaroni noodle art in, you know what i'm saying but what if we're talking about timmy's macaroni noodle art and he, people want to pay like a million dollars for it you're going to say, oh, no, because he's in sixth grade and, right. you know what I mean, he's doing finger paints. He can't make money off of his finger paints. Well, this is just absurd. What's the difference when it comes to sport? And if you're going like, oh, it ruins the sanctity of the game, then go play in an amateur sport. Go play in a league where no one can make any money off of anybody. True volunteer, you know what I mean? True volunteer.
1: Look at this, Andy. Sorry, I, I'm reading the comments while I'm listening to. Yeah. Andy yeah. said March Madness was nearly one billion dollars by itself in revenue for the NCAA. But so that's not even including any of the other sports, just the basketball. Yeah, that's billion. just
2: basketball. And that's Andy, crazy. And Andy, uh, if you can confirm, I'm pretty certain NC2A is considered a. Uh, yeah, they they don't pay any taxes. Yeah. They don't pay taxes on that. Yeah. So like.
1: They're like yeah, a church. Of, of you gotta course. watch that John Oliver. John Oliver does a good one on, on the NCAA. Yeah. Also, okay. Soccer Dad said, "You don't think kids will start taking some drugs? Uh, aren't they already? Like think <laughs> mean, you Soccer Dad. I appreciate the you know the pushback, but like is, drugs right? I'm like, not
2: saying no, no, no. Okay, no, but this is true because you're basically saying, well, if you're encouraging drug drug use, um, for me, I'm of the belief that honesty is. But be- I think we underestimate how smart kids are." as if they can't go on the internet and find out the answers of, of everything on their own. They'll ask you a question, you'll tell them the answer. If you lie to them, they'll just go on Google and they'll do their own research and see if it's true or not. You know, it's not like it was before where you could, okay, you could lie to Timmy and he doesn't find out till he's 17 that Santa doesn't exist anymore. But Timmy at six years old can ask you if Santa exists and then he can take his friend's phone or your phone or his mom's phone and Google search that and see a video, unfortunately, of me, talking right now saying hey you know what i mean like I, i think this idea that the idea that kids aren't smart enough to know how to use technology better than you is crazy the biggest issue that i think we have to address and make sure we're we're getting in front of as an older generation is going look put the most honest information possible out there hey hey timmy I know you like X player who's on this box of Wheaties who says, eat your Wheaties and work out every day. But also know that this player also takes this drug and that drug and has been training super hard at this level for X amount of years. That's why he got there. The problem for Timmy is up until now, he's only seen his favorite player on the box of Wheaties and then him in a commercial lying to him saying, yeah, I eat Wheaties and that's why I'm big and strong. Right. Yeah, You have a generation of Kids who believe up, who who literally yeah. believe that, grew up thinking that, did it, and now you know they're thirty or forty years old and they're they're depressed and they're out of they're out of shape, and they're they're now they're taking drugs to look like the person because like they go like that's what this guy was doing my time anyway. So, yeah, so um, like the yeah.
1: what Budweiser and any of these alcohol companies sponsoring the NFL and right, what like, and like football like. We want to protect everybody. And we want to say like this is bad, but then like this is okay. It's like,
2: yes, it's not okay to. Well, you're basically you're, if you're if you're really saying look, there if you decide whatever the age is, it's 18 or 21. Whatever we determine is the age where you're old enough to make those types of decisions on what you want to do. Okay, I'm all for that. Um, you're saying at the professional level, you can take you can take and do whatever you want because you're an adult and you are you can damage your body if that's what you want to do like no one's getting mad at the professional athlete who's a who's an alcoholic right drinking every single day right damaging himself and maybe not uh, performing up to his best of his ability because of that but that's legal oh, because it's legal that's okay right who determined it why it's legal so we came to a determination on 21's old enough to drink and make a decision on what you're going to do and there's rules about when and where you can do it and how you can participate in it I, I, for me, I'm just going to, like see how you can't do the same with other stuff. I do understand that argument though' He's like
1: yeah. you're
2: encouraging other kids to take it no I'm encouraging kids to know the, to understand the truth and and um, and then make an educated decision and I don't think they're able to do that with how uh organizations and individuals have been giving them information like here as you know at perfect soccer we don't tell you what we think we tell you what we know yeah when it comes to the soccer side of soccer side of things, you know, we're explaining to you from our personal experience, things that we've seen, things that we've done for ourselves. And we're trying to give you, um, our truth shared through our personal experiences and yes, through my personal experience. This is what I believe is setting kids to failure because they are literally believing what oh, that commercial was okay. telling them, you know, and the, the, the player is accepting money to say whatever's on the prompter because right. half the time they don't understand or know you know what i mean it's like like their their intention isn't to just lie and deceive them they're going like oh this is a sponsorship deal you get to do sponsorships when you're a pro i'm getting paid to support this i like this brand or i like this thing you know what i mean so like hello i think more responsibility needs to be on them to to know that but again you didn't get into professional sports because you thought you're going to be a politician or you had to know how to speak or you know Right, And now we're going on a whole other thing about, like, professional, professional athletes aren't role models. They can be, but that's not why they were uh, an athlete. They're an athlete because they're really good at doing a sport. And That doesn't make them a good person. And I think people, there's a false equivalency there that needs to be.
1: Yeah. Do you think Messi and Ronaldo are taking enhancements?
2: Caffeine's an enhancement. So, yeah. You know what I mean, like, so what do you de- define as enhancement? I don't drink coffee, and a lot of the players, when I play against them, they drink coffee and drink Red Bulls, so they have a, an advantage over me, but it's a, a legalized drug and allowed for them to, it's allowed for them to take, so like...
1: Right, you're like, man.
2: Yes, yes, they do, but uh, they do, but I understand what you're asking, like, illegal drugs. Drugs or whatever. Yeah, I I don't. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's funny. Someone asked about diets of soccer players as I eat this French fry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I've talked about that before and other stuff. I said, diet on the list of things that are important. Diet is on the list, but it's lower on the list. But it's the easiest thing to do.
1: Yeah, it's a good
2: point. It's like super easy it's the easiest thing for you to do is to change your diet maybe not easy to stick to it but it's definitely. you could just go i'm i ordered a salad. i changed it that's way easier than going i just went outside and ran five extra miles today yeah so which one's important yeah yeah
1: i definitely didn't eat that good that well when we played i like always miss breakfast but after those games though, that food slapped. Oh, it
2: was so good.
1: <laughs> so good. That one time, where were we? Just pizza it was like did we have pizza. We had all this no. What was that um what was
2: that place with the waffle fries and like the chicken cheese steaks or whatever? What was that place called?
1: Oh, um uh, in, in Denver. Yeah. Cheese steak connection. Oh, oh so yeah. Rug, uh... Yo, I wish yo, if Instagram was around back in the day, we would have had all the deals. Oh, so many. (laughs) That one. Snooze, Blake Street Vault, because you love the shuffleboard there. He's like, yo, let's go play shuffleboard. I'm like, what?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was fun, man. That was a good place. Uh, Julian Kroll said, scroll up and answer some other questions. Uh, All right. I'm I'm looking at them. Um, Don said, relegation is a must to drive competition. And someone else had said, imagine having relegation in all levels. Uh, started a year ago, they already shut it down. It, uh, relegation will never happen in American
1: soccer. All right, let's talk one of these two. Straight up, say why that. do why do people get so hyped on that? When we know only like three teams can actually win any of the leagues. You know what I mean? Like they're all like relegation, promotion, it, it's a competition. It's like, well, it's like no, it's like no. And most people are still pretty competitive. People still like have wives and kids and. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, this probably, idea of like yeah. it's not competitive.
2: It's just the top it's the top three from the bottom are trying to fight and the top bottom and the right. bottom from the bottom three from the top are trying not to go down. Right. That's really all it you know what I'm saying? Like right. it actually I feel it, it creates a a less entertaining league yes. and it it creates more complacency. And it's because for me, if you're in the top three, all the money goes into the top three or top four and then, yeah. and then it becomes lopsided. And then everyone's just playing not to lose. They're not playing to win. Because before the season starts, everyone already goes, oh, these four teams, however many teams, are the only ones that could actually win. The rest of us are trying not to get last place. And right. since we're trying not to get last place, we're not going to take more risks. We're not going to try to score more goals. We're not going to make the game entertaining. Yeah. I just want to make sure we keep making our money and staying where we're at. So, like, yeah. fans who keep saying that... It's like, I understand why the thought is that it would be better for competition and stuff, but it just make it more about money and more selfish and less about...
1: More interest. Soccer dad said more interest? No, nah, people love playoffs.
2: No, nah, I mean, it could... Like, it could uh, no, but that's fair. I think it it could create more interest because the casual soccer player doesn't really care. They just want to... They're just watching an LAFC, an LA Galaxy uh you know uh top teams and in atlanta in terms of like marketability and stuff so for like casual fans and getting casual fans into the game yeah promotion relegation but, wh- but what what actually happened I interc- feel like
1: only only people who know soccer appreciate that.
2: Appreciate what? Because when I was
1: explaining, I was explaining to the casual fan how crazy it was when Leicester uh won the EPL. Yep. they were like oh <laughs> I was like, it was one odds.
2: Yeah. And you're telling me you think that's more fun? But most people, right, want to see the team, want to see their team win. And most people aren't. Most people are with the most popular teams. So, like, if, if you're doing promotion relegation, the most popular teams get the most money, which means they have the most the highest likelihood to win, which means they have the most fans and the most people watching them. Right. So it's like they don't really care about the lower teams and the other ones that are falling off every single time. They're just really watching because they want to see their team beat the other team. They want to be entertained, but at the end of the day, you just want your team to beat the other team. Yeah. So it's like, what if, what if every, let's say your team, every single game is super entertaining. They score like four goals a game, but then they they lose five four. <laughs> Would you, what would you rather? And this is what right. those people go like, oh, it's not that, it's not that extreme. I'm going like, yeah, no, let's really do it on the extremes. Cause this is yeah. where things happen. Things happen right. on the extremes. Would you rather your team score four goals every game? It's super exciting and fun, but they lose five, four, <laughs> or right. it's super boring. It's super average. And they score one goal and they hold the game to one zero, but they win every single game. And a lot of fans and a lot of people, they don't know. They they would think they go, like, well, one, they go, I don't know. Yeah. But then, two, they're picking the, oh, well, I want to win. Wanna <laughs> Sorry, win. but
1: they started to cut you off. So oh, thing went, is that Aaron Foster?
2: <laughs> yeah, why not? Gives more Duz people. This is
1: me, Aaron.
2: Yo, Mark, what up? Welcome. Yo, guys, make sure you check out Minute to Six podcast. Mark's been doing that for almost a year now, I think, right? Mark yeah. Haynes. So we're uh, working on getting a deal done for him, and uh, we're going back and forth with uh, a platform—a pretty big platform. Nice. Hopefully, get something done here soon. Um, but even if not, he keeps doing his thing. We'll we'll just do it ourselves because you know how it is yeah. here.
1: <laughs> soccer Dad for Life goes, you guys are entertaining and have enjoyed this. This, was, this is circa 2010. This is yes. like, we've been doing this whole time. I want to talk about, he said, soccer in America is paid to play. And the reason why I think it is paid to play, Quincy, is because, one, we don't pay coaches enough to, like, actually do it for a full-time job. And you're not going to see benefits in clubs because you're not getting
0: <sharp> Let's <inhale> go.